what is so retrograde? Do tell. Everything right now. Everything. <laughs> Literally, we are about to have a very retrograde episode. Of That's So Retrograde. And we couldn't be more excited because we all want to know... The fuck? All the things. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, I'm Stephanie Simbari. And this it's is... It's nice to meet you, Elizabeth. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. <laughs> Let's shake on it. Uh, this is That's So Retrograde. It's our quest to bring enlightened info to the masses. And luckily, we have our enlightened info mama of all things astrological knowledge. At the helm of our astro ship. Ambie Sitham is joining us. Before we get Ambie on the program, yes. I feel, and I know you feel... That we maybe should just briefly uh, define retrograde. Yeah, because, you know, um, why it's in our title and yeah. uh, it's oftly used, oftly not defined, I would say. Thank you for using oftly twice, twice in two seconds. Thanks. Really appreciate that. Okay, so you guys, retrograde in astrological terms is used to describe a planet that appears to be moving backwards but it's actually just like wiggling sort of stationary on the cosmic track. It's essentially an illusion. Optical illusion. And even though it's an optical illusion, it does impact us very significantly, mostly in our left brain, which is our logical brain, which is why when something is retrograde, we must rely on our intuition. Important to connect with our higher senses. Yes. Ask ourselves how we feel, go deep, pay attention to our dreams, and really just... Not be reactive, a reword. Hey, hey. <laughs> but reconnect. And reflective. Yes. There we go. There Perfect. we go. Perfect. I love it. And people ask, why are we called that so retrograde? Funny you should ask. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew that our first episode of the show was going to be about retrograde. Because it was a retrograde. Exactly. What a full circle moment. What a retrograde, yeah. even. <laughs> and um, Steph had tweeted something one time just that's so retrograde in a reference to that so raven mm-hmm. obviously right and um we were talking about what that first episode we, which never ended up airing i believe hilarious but um and you said yeah we should title it that's so retrograde and we both paused uh-huh. and looked at each other and we said no that's the title for the entire yeah. show and, then and we it's high just five that like moment and then we got high exactly <laughs> um she's back everybody who is Mercury? Mercury, almost. <laughs> and here to tell us about it, our fave, Ambie Sitham. Welcome to the show. Yay! I'm back. I'm back. Our astrological goddess mama is here. Yay. Cosmic shed, tour guide. To, exactly. I to like take that. us on a Thanks. tour of the cosmos. <laughs> what is going on? Tell us everything. Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, yeah, it's the Cosmic New Year. It is the Cosmic New Year. It's like the Jewish New Year, but with less brisket. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh, <laughs> Are yeah. there latkes, though? Of course, there's always okay, latkes. Always We're latkes. not fucking around. <laughs> Aries loves latkes, but not okay, matzo. So explain <laughs> this Cosmic New Year, because in the astrological so, calendar, we just started. It's So, okay, so basically, you know, the Gregorian calendar, which is Who? the kind... The Gregorian calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sounds like a wildlife program. Um, So, you know, we have the normal sort of traditional calendar, which starts in January and ends in December. And then we have the astrological year. So the reason why we have the new year in April, well, it actually starts in March, but you kind of April is the first month of the astrological new year is astrologically, the new year starts when the sun moves into Aries and the sun moves into Aries at the spring equinox. 
Mm. And that's and that's when the sun moves into the Aries part of the zodiac. And mm. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So as with all beginnings, that's when the astrological new year starts. So April technically is like the first month of the new year. So this month is all about new beginnings. It's happy new year. And, you know, for those of us who whether we practice astrology or not, if our 2017 so far hasn't gone that well or just needs to like, I don't know, have a little bit of a reset, this is the perfect time to sort of say, okay, 2017, you've been whatever you've been so far, but now you can start again because it's a new year. Set your resolutions. Exactly. And maybe refine your resolutions. You know, think about them again. Okay. Cool. So what's... What's up? I feel like everyone I know has been texting me. Like, yeah, I'm getting for, so many texts. Like, People think we know. About yeah, this stuff. I, my friends think they're like, "Is there like a new moon or something? What's going on?" And I'm just like, "I'm gonna do an episode because I, yeah. I have no answers. Okay. I just send them to your website." <laughs> it's it's mass. It's a bit of a. I think we talked about this earlier, didn't we? What did you call it? A cosmic. Cluster. Oh, I said. Celestial clusterfuck. And that's it. Celestial clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, yes. Trademarked. Yeah. Trademarked. Cosmic clusterfuck. I quite like that one. Yeah. Um, it just, you know, it's a really strange energy at the moment. And I think this is also largely Venus retrograde. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a mass retrograde going on this month. Okay. okay. So here we are. How appropriate. Typically. Oh, so retrograde. <laughs> um, here we are. Astrological New Year. New beginnings. Spring. New season. Life all around us. You know, things are blooming and budding everywhere. Yet there's a sense. And the sun is in Aries, which makes all of us feel like, you know, racing forward, like with all the things that we want to do, all of our plans and all of our goals. And yet it's as though we're trying to like run forward and like we're a kid on a harness or something. We're being pulled back, pulled uh-huh. back, pulled back, pulled back. And that feeling of being pulled back makes us feel very restrained and it makes us feel a little bit stuck. Mm-hmm. But that's because of all these retrogrades. Okay. Mm. And so Venus retrograde is the love one? Venus retrograde is love, but it's all relationships, and it's also about money. Okay. You know, Venus rules abundance, Venus rules so finances, and Venus rules all relationships. So yes, matters of the heart, like love relationships, but also all partnerships of all sorts are kind of up for review during Venus retrograde. But Venus retrograde also asks us to reconsider our values, mm. our value system. What do we value? Who do we value? And you know, a lot of the time, you know, in my sort of private work, when we, we talk to people about what their values are, they start off saying, I value this, I value that. And when you actually unpeel the layers, you see that what they're thinking that they truly value is not aligned with their goals. Mm. And therefore, that sometimes makes their goals harder to achieve and to manifest. And it's because their goals aren't actually a true reflection of their values. So this Venus retrograde may have thrown a few kinks into some of our relationships, some of our finances, some of our abundance, you know, matters of abundance, and maybe even romantic relationships too, matters of the heart. And it could just make us feel, whenever Venus or Mars is retrograde, I always feel a little bit out of sorts. Even if there's nothing tangible that's wrong, I just feel a bit off, you know? It's not a nice feeling. You just feel like that harmony and that beauty and that love and that balance that Venus is meant to sort of exude and bring to everybody dissipates a little bit and that's just never nice when is it over Ugh. so it ends um on the 14th of april oh, 15th of, that's so soon actually sorry venus stations direct on the 15th of april which feels soon but we've got a testing couple of weeks coming up before then with an intense full moon next week also mercury goes retrograde just before just before the Why? full moon I feel like it's cue, cue the sound machine <laughs> so coming 
Oh my god, I love the sound <laughs> machine and I want one as a gift. We're please. professionals now, you know? So poor. Um so <laughs> Mercury you. retrograde April 9th through May 3rd. Yes, indeed. Quickly approaching. Quickly approaching. So what is this cosmic cluster that's going on with all these retrogrades? It's as though Venus is getting ready to station direct. And the thing is, you know, everyone kind of goes, oh, when's it going direct? When's it out of retrograde? It's all going to be fine then. No, sorry. But no. <laughs> um, you know, the shadow period involves the cat planet catching up with itself and retracing its steps along the zodiac. So almost things get almost wor- a little bit worse, a little bit more intense before they get better. Throw into the mix. Mercury's going retrograde. Throw into the mix a very intense full moon in Libra. What's up with her? You know, I like Libra. We all like Libra. She chill. She's. What are the characteristics of Libra? Libra is not that I don't know, but I'm just saying, like someone might not know. It's peace. (laughs) It's harmony. Scales. We. It's the scales. It's balance. It's love. It's relationships. Venus is the ruler of Libra. Venus has been retrograde, you know. This Mercury retrograde is going on in Taurus and Aries. Taurus is also ruled by Venus. This whole, you're getting the energy that's coming around this. There's just all this energy of around our value system that's coming up and valuing ourselves and allowing ourselves to be valued, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in terms of our income, uh, jobs, you know, whether we're self-employed or we're employed by people and we want to get a pay rise. There's just all of this energy about are we being truly valued in our relationships? Mm-hmm. And of course, the most important relationship is the relationship we have with ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little bit intense over the next couple of weeks and then it's going to start to get better. And I'm telling you by sort of, don't think that it's not. It's going to be terrible until then because you're I mean, kind of I looking at like me. I feel like I can feel it coming. Like I feel like everything's been like, cool but there's definitely been like some work that I've been feeling like I need to be doing but like all of a sudden I'm like wait the stream just got a little bit more hectic yeah it just feels cloudy you know that's it's the cosmic cloudiness that's caused by these planets you've got Saturn going retrograde this month too you've got Pluto going retrograde this month too everybody chill everyone chill out you've got so basically what you're going to end up having is Jupiter's already retrograde Venus is retrograde Mercury's going to be retrograde Saturn's going to be retrograde Pluto's going to be retrograde and even when planets like Venus goes direct Venus is still going to be in the shadow and it just but here's the thing first month of the new year, the new astrological year, all of us has this desire, this burning desire to move forward with our lives. It's a new season, spring, all that life outside. If we move forward too quickly, which is Aries, mm. we can sometimes, and if we are impatient, which is the shadow of Aries, we can't harness the light of Aries. Mm. And the light of Aries is autonomy and achievement and success. So sometimes we have to go backwards before we can go forwards. You know, I posted something on Instagram yesterday where I said about it's like pulling the arrow back and it's like you feel like, oh, I'm being pulled back and I'm going through all these difficulties. But you're pulling it back so it can shoot forward. Mm. You know, I'm t- it's going to be a great summer. And the summer's going to, you're going to feel the summer kind of early this So year. like May, mid-May, everyone's going to be like, yay! Mid-May to end May, that, full, that new moon, um, you know, at the end of May is going to be really powerful. Um, and... I don't think it's going to be terrible for the next sort of six weeks. I'm not saying that, but I just think it's going to be challenging. And all of us are going to have to re-evaluate our relationships and any contractual relationships we might have, any partnerships we might have, romantic relationships, et cetera, et cetera, and make sure that we are being valued and that these relationships reflect our values. So can we get some, like, 
tips to handle this? Like maybe something, a mantra or something when things get tough for, the, for everyone, what can we be meditating on? I think, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people ask about mantras recently. And I think the most important one, you know, for any of us at this time is, I, you know, I allow, I value myself so that I can be valued. Mm, I like that. I value myself so that I can be valued. And what does that mean? For me, that means saying no to certain things. You know, it means blocking certain things out of my diary. It means saying no so that I can say yes to, to saying no to others so that I can say yes to myself. For someone else, that's going to mean something completely different. But what, how can you value yourself so that you can be valued by the universe? Also, bravery. Mm. And bravery is, you know, people have this, the whole cosmic, the soul astrology theme for this month is basically that we need to be brave. We need to be brave and boldly step forward in order to create a brave new world in each of our lives. That bravery, does that's the, the energy of Aries. That does not mean that we don't feel fear, that we don't feel trepidation or uncertainty or cloudiness. But it means in spite of that, we're like, I have to move forward. You know, I have to move forward with this plan that I have. I have to move forward with this relationship. I have to move forward with, you know, I've got people leaving their jobs. I have people who are leaving relationships. They know that they have to move forward and they can't exactly see the way forward, but they're taking that first very brave step. So what can we all do to be brave in our lives? Mm -hmm. I'm asking you. And so you're you're saying... Thinking about it. I can tell. But but what what I'm also hearing, which I think is really important, is like bravery without haste. Yes. Because I think that something that happens, at least for me, is like yeah. I'll get that that sort of spark of like bravery. And I'm like, I got to do it. And then I feel sometimes that if you rip the bandit too fast or you just move without consideration, it can, like you said, fuck it up. Abs- well, you didn't say fuck it up. But, but I you know that. what I meant that. Yeah. But no, but abs- that's absolutely right. And the, the other thing that I said this month, you know, in one of the posts I did, it, I said that patience is a virtue. Obviously, we all know patience is a virtue impatience is a real airy shadow. And for all of us, regardless of our sign, we're going to feel that sense of impatience this month. Like, I know what I want and I just want to be doing it right now, you know. And when you move too quickly, especially during these cluster of retrogrades, when you move too quickly, that's when things can end up being a bit of a disaster. Yeah. You know, that's when mistakes get made. So it's bravery is saying, I know what I want. I'm going to take intentions in my consciousness towards it, set intentions towards it. But I'm going to be courageous to move forward gently and slowly, knowing that my patience will be rewarded. Mm, that's so beautiful. So I am patient over impatience. Mm. Yeah. Hard for all of us, I know. And like to remind but yourself, thought, remember. But a thing to think about. Really to think about. Can, and I feel so applicable in every area of and, our lives. And for, and for all of us, right? And one area, you know, it's we're impatient. But it's that impatience is always the ego. Whereas, you know, this, it's like the soul, the higher self can feel a sense of calm. Whenever we're actually like, I have to do this now, it's never going to happen. That's the ego talking. Right. And that's like never a good feeling to act from that frenetic place in general. Exactly. And that's also when things sort of burn out mm-hmm. or, you know, they kind of like explode. We don't want that energy. No. Yeah. We want it to be easier. Yeah. We want it to flow. Flow, not force. Speaking of flow, I thought we could flow right into our little Ask Ambi segment because we yes. had some beautiful questions from our enlightened listeners. By the way, I love all the so retrograde people. I mean, Aren't like, they so, so sweet. I know, they're, they're the so, they really are. Mm-hmm. 
I know. Every it feels like a real single, community. Every single so listener magical. I've ever met has always been like the coolest person who's always doing something really Amazing. fantastic for to make this world a better place. Yeah. And just really soulful, makes wonderful. My heart sing. You guys, you're the mamas, <laughs> which means I'm the grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already talked about that. Yeah, and probably know. offended some people. Probably. <laughs> That's fine. I'm allowed to call myself that. You are. So Flora Eagle asks. I am a Virgo and my daughter a Sagittarius. She's two. I have surrounded myself with Aquariuses and Tauruses and have no idea what to do with a Sag girl. How can I help her grow in the most positive light? It's the cutest question. That is the sweetest (laughs) question. And as a Sagittarius sun sign um, and a Virgo rising, I think it's quite an interesting one that I'm going to answer because... um, so that's wonderful. So the thing with Sag children, it's Sag son children and, and girls in particular. I mean, I obviously am one and, well, I'm not a child anymore, but I feel like one. Um, <laughs> a lot of energy, you know, Sag is, is especially Sag little girls, they're, they're a little bit wild and tomboys and they really need that energy of sort of expansion to just be, they're a little bit wild and they might not be, you know, they might not want to go to ballet. They might want to go and do something that's a little, bo- little, little bit more, you know, non-gender kind of. Like rough. Yeah, play, basically, to be playing outside, to be very active. They're a little bit wild and need to be feel that sense of freedom. And, you know, a Sag child uh, is trying to avoid saying N-O to the Sag child. Mm. I mean, say no when it's really necessary. Like, no, you shouldn't cross the road where there are cars and you could be knocked over. But saying no to a Sag child, because Sag is all about that search for truth that search for independence and that philosopher and explorer and that sense of fun and jovialness. So it's just kind of doing, and you know, sometimes with little girls, I think especially now in our society, we kind of like, oh, little girls do ballet, oh, little boys do this. But I think for that Sag, it's just to think about those elements of how can you let this little one become their own teacher and Mm. own explorer and do things that aren't conventional. Unconventional. Fabulous. That's good advice. I like that. that. I've never thought of astrology for children i bet that's very helpful guide yeah that's actually brills so 63 alda says i'm a capricorn and i always have a hard time following my intuition how can i stop self-doubt so this is interesting because you know a lot of the time with capricorns it depends what what else is in their chart but a lot of capricorns or people who have a heavy capricorn influence have a difficult time connecting to that to their intuitions because there's an ever so slight disconnect to their emotions and that doesn't mean that they don't feel anything you know or or, or cold or anything like that but they just are very very logical and very very practical they're all by Saturn so it's very much like black and white and I'll cross the I's and you know cross the dot the I's and cross the T's and do whatever whereas actually what they need is to go into the cancer and cancer is I feel it I can't see it. I can have no logical proof or evidence, but I'm just going to follow it. So what I would say would be a really good exercise, which I get people to do just generally when they're trying to tune into their intuition more, is play a little game with yourself. Like play a little game at the car park of, okay, I'm going to get a spot. Like try and visualize where you're going to get your spot, you know, and try and visualize if you end up getting a spot that looks like that. It's like trying to sort of say, to your higher self, to your intuition, hey, I know you're there and I want to make better friends with you. So let me play this little game with like, like innocent Low stakes. Things. Yeah, low stakes. Love it. <laughs> really low stakes thing. Ask for a sign. Ask, say, I want to see this. And so, and then, you know, and that's just a way of connecting to your higher self, mm. which is your intuition. Cool. And, and also sometimes throw the logic book out of the window. Well, I think just like kind of saying I'm going to be aware that I function from logic and like be vigilant about the place that you're coming from is already like 
a helpful thing because maybe that she doesn't even know that yeah that's the place where she's living from yeah. necessarily she might yeah and she just might need to say okay what do we feel about this and right just start to tune into that because we both have that duality to all of us have that duality to us yeah so she just might need to tap in a little bit more to that other side of herself but play that game like low that. stakes that's fun <laughs> Awesome. And then our third question is, why do we always gravitate towards the same star sign? As a Gemini, I always end up falling for Leos, which hasn't worked out yet, LOL, even so far (laughs) as to dating men with the same B-Day days. Has happened four times now. All wow. Leos. Whoa. That's because Leos are hot. (laughs) 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 You know... I'd be like, fascinated <laughs> to see that chart because there's some, I mean, the same birthday. That's insane. Okay, there is something major going on. There's something very karmic in this lady's chart, which is reflected in her choices of love interests. I mean, the fact that they share the same birth, I mean, you know, whatever it is, three of them share the same birth. That's so birthday. wild. She has some karma to play out with Leos Mm. and she has some karma to understand through those I mean obviously it's you know so far it hasn't worked out that doesn't mean it's not going to work Mm. out eventually with a Leo or somebody else with some Leo in their chart but I think she needs to look at her own chart and understand where Leo is in her chart and understand which house you know which house does it rule which are the life areas ruled by you know in her unique natal chart and her solar chart just according to her sun sign and then also see where the moon's nodes are in her chart but because it could be that there's something fated about leo's either past life or destiny in this lifetime um that's you know what i would say is I'm going to answer some of these questions. I know we've got quite a few questions, but I'm going to answer some of these questions in longer blogs because sometimes I know that yeah. it's easier for me to give more detail. And these questions, I think, would help a lot of people. So maybe I should do that. Okay. And if they become a member, yes, yes tell this us might be about a good moment to suggest the, that. Tell us about the latest developments in the world of alchemy with Ambi and soul astrology. So you guys know soul astrology has been this thing that this this thing this uh, practice that I've developed over the years. And you know, I was my first student. I was my first pit client, patient, whatever you want to call <laughs> all of the above. Um, and I've now, I you know, as over the years, it's it's just sort of birthed into this practice, which is obviously helping so many people. And it is astrology, but I would say it's more mind, body, soul, coaching and spirituality and consciousness of how to live a better life and overcome any issues, obstacles and blocks with a little bit of a, a twist from the cosmos and a little bit of slice of cosmic, I don't know, juice added in. Um, so soul astrology has, has become a thing because, as you know, as a former lawyer, so I've trademarked soul astrology now. <laughs> it's become a big thing. Um, and I've started memberships. Um so you have three levels of memberships. There's a lunar membership where you can get a soul astrology update written just for you at the beginning of every lunar month for the new moons and the full moons. There's a cosmos membership where you can get more information about where the sun is, about Venus and Mars and some of the other planets. And then there's an alchemy membership, which is almost like having one-to-one coaching with me, but not quite because it's all done via email. And it's just basically these memberships are very limited because it's all written by me for yours truly for each unique person. But it's a way of me helping more people to work with the soul astrology and the cosmos to create the changes in their life. And, you know, I really feel as though by people doing this, it's a sort of easier, more affordable and more autonomous way of having help from somebody else, but also helping yourself. And my whole thing is to help people to help themselves. So it's live, it's starting on the new moon of Taurus. 
um, next month. Well, actually, that's later this month. We're already in April. Gosh. Um, it's starting soon. And if anyone's interested, they can send a little email. And we're going to have a code for our listeners to try it out. Yes. So I wanted to just give something back to the so retrograde community. So I'm going to come up with a little promo code for... What we're doing is with the memberships is slightly different. There's the memberships and then there's a general membership where basically I'm going to be providing a lot of soul astrology information. So what I thought is, is that for people might like to have that soul astrology um, information just for like the next month or so and try it out and see how it works for them. And maybe we can give away a couple of memberships too. You guys can work out how we can do that. Yes, we'll do a giveaway. We have a fun giveaway. You guys are lucky. That we're going to talk about in a second, but um, coming soon we'll, we'll have a full giveaway but we'll have a promo code listed on the blog once we figure out what that's going to be yes we have to work it out (laughs) (laughs) ambi you're back oh god is there anything else i just feel like are we gonna be okay yeah should we talk about this specific mercury retrograde yeah really quick just really quickly let's talk about it because i know you guys all know about mercury retrograde and you understand and there's my half post blog which you can look at the do's and don'ts more the do's but just to say a couple of things, this Mercury retrograde is in Taurus and Aries. Taurus is all about our values, our possessions, our income, our earnings, all of those kind of things. Um, and Aries is all about us, our autonomy, our ambition, our drive, our leadership and our independence. So regardless of what, if you are an Aries or a Taurus or you are an Aries rising or a Taurus rising, this Mercury retrograde will affect you that little bit more than others. That doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means that it's even more of an opportunity for you to work with the cosmos to refine and review things. But regardless of what sign you are, all of us need to be thinking about those themes that I just mentioned of the natural zodiac. And all of us need to look at the Aries and Taurus ruled parts of our charts and look at which life areas are covered by those houses and therefore think about those areas and how we can review and refine those areas over this Mercury retrograde. It's okay, girls. All right. I'm satisfied with that. Good. Yeah. I'm happy. Well, it really applies to us. I mean, you're a Taurus. I am. Taurus rising. Well, I was looking at you both. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, there's no one else to look Mm -hmm. at in the (laughs) night. I know. (laughs) Out the window. Um, The cosmos. All right. No, I feel good about it. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be quite fine. We'll keep you all posted. I'm just silently smiling and also Um, pooping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, in Alchemy with Ambi News, you give monthly sound baths, which Stephanie and I both attend, yeah. first Friday of every month at Wanderlust in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, this next one is going to be on the 7th, this, se- yeah, this Friday. Seven. Yeah. So if you fi- the one thing I was going to say is, regardless that we know a lot of listeners don't live in L.A., but so for those listeners, this month, more meditation, more healings, more sound baths, more hikes – more think those are the tools to manage major cosmic custer yeah exactly but for those of you in LA would love to see you there on Friday yeah, to join we'll be us there. it'll be fun for sure last time I went to one of your sound baths I uh went to another planet yeah Stephanie went somewhere else I traveled so did I though it was intense I mean I had to come back into my body it was slightly strange I like did not come into my body for like 24 hours hmm I ate a whole bunch of Korean food to try, but it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, that grounds it sometimes. But no, <laughs> it'll be good to have you girls there. Yes, Ambi. We love you so much. Thanks for this download. Thank I feel you. like people are going to be very satisfied with this. I just, yeah, I hope it helps them. And uh, yeah, big love to everyone this next six weeks. But we're all going to be fine. It's yeah, going to be great. It's going to be fabulous. Be 
tell us where our listeners can find you on social media and the internet. Oh, yes. So I'm at, um, on Instagram at ambisitham and alchemywithambi.com is my website. And you get your new moon, full moon updates, cosmic updates all on there, and little snippets on Instagram. So come say hi and come play and come try out Soul Astrology as well. Wonderful. Thank you Yay. so much. We love you. Love you. Happy love retrograde, you. everyone. Bye. <laughs> yes, that's a retrograde. Roses and thorns. Yeah, roses and thorns. We're back. We're back. Ooh, that's a fun jingle. That is cute. <laughs> Let's get to the recording studio ASAP. We're already in one. <laughs> Who has a drum machine? Weird. Roses and thorns. What are what do we have, Elizabeth? You just got back from a trip. Tell me about it. I just got back from Chicago. It was so much fun. I was visiting my friend and dear friend of the show, Sophia Bush. Yeah, we had a blast. One of everyone's favorite episodes. And she's gonna come back. Oh, good in the summer. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. Mark your cows. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> They're like just gonna mark off the whole no, summer. Just, yeah, <laughs> mark your cows. Sophia on so retrograde June through August. Um, two really fun wellnessy things that we did is she has a a breathwork coach there that we got to do a session with. His name is Pierre Debar. Mm -hmm. He's a holistic practitioner. He does all sorts of things, but we got to do an hour-long breathwork course class with him. And it was just consisted of us lying on our backs and breathing from our mouth all the way kind of down to our pelvic bone and, Mm -hmm. and doing this consecutive breath yes for an hour love released so much shit I just there was tears there was just like energy movement it was so powerful and as I said to you like we're so lucky that we get to do this type of work often we get to meet with a lot of different types of practitioners Mm -hmm. I felt so shifted and got so much from this one hour of practice it was beyond so if you guys are in Chicago you gotta check this guy out Pierre Debar I'll post um his info on our website. He, so it was wonderful. It was so cool. And That's it's incredible. just fun to just explore what other cities have to offer with all of that. I've got healers in Chicago, healers in LA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows the rest? <laughs> We're going to write a rap song. Um, of course. To me, it's, it's like inevitable. a very Coolio-esque song. Definitely. <laughs> and then another side rose side is, rose. Uh, have you heard of Daily Harvest Smoothies I and have Soups? Not. They're no. these frozen ingredients basically all in a cup and you can throw it all in a blender with almond milk coconut milk Mm. whatever you like and then put it back in the cup and then you're on your merry way where do you get it from i'm not sure they were in sophia's freezer i think you order from them i've noticed them on instagram not sponsored but open to it Mm -hmm. it was just a very delicious smoothie that i wanted to shout out and they also do soups too i just love the convenience because you know sometimes you just don't have the time shout out to clean la Oh, yeah. For hooking us up with those meals. And I will say, not only are they, they delicious, but just, goddamn, the pre-made thing of it all is so amazing. And i just been, like, cutting an avocado and throwing it on top or throwing, like, an extra bit of spinach yeah. into it. So it's, Clean LA, it's a meal delivery service here in Los Angeles. They were lovely enough to give us two days of meals that we got to try. I was very satisfied by that. Me too. And I just, I love having the meal prepared. It makes me want to do a bit of my own meal prepping 
for the week moving forward because like a lot of it's just like ground beef with spices or ground turkey and it's like if I just had a thing of that in my house. Let me tell you what because I did it last week. Yeah. The little containers are I've been meal prepping and putting Smart. it in the containers. Oh my god I'm going to do that. Save them containers y'all. I'm going to do that because I was, that a in the wrap. Bit, I was a little bit irked. He lives in <laughs> Chicago. He lives in LA. We save our containers. We're going to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not a so, rapper. I, you fooled me completely. <laughs> um, so yeah, those were like two little like fun discoveries while we were there. That's also awesome. worked with her trainer, and I've been sore for two days. But like the good sore, and then the not good sore. But then right. the good sore. Sure, you know, you know how to get out of that. Work out more. Yeah, yeah. I did a ballet <laughs> stretch class today oh, to good. like move through it. Phenomenal. Yeah, ballet bodies. Ooh, really cute little studio in Beverly and Orlando. Oh, hot tip. So specific only to the LA people, but hot content. You know, what about um, you, Steph? Speaking of stretching, yeah. Um, I so you know I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I do a bit of self practice of yoga. Oh, normally it just consists of like. A bunch of sun salutations and a few warriors and then some sit-ups. It's not yeah. it's not much, but it's just if I can't wake up or I'm not going to have time to like go to a full class, I'll do it by myself. But I was recently told by an intuitive, Jill Willard, that I think she said this on the show, that I have some second chakra sort of block. Build she up? Yeah, she basically was like, it's probably from all the people that I fuck that I don't like, but... We'll get to that. Energetic core. A different episode, <laughs> yeah, which I'm working on clearing. But um, I researched ways to clear and heal your second chakra, and the first thing that came up on a what? Where's your second chakra? It's your it's your sacral, so it's right above your root. It's the orange. Okay. Rod. Um, so I researched how to kind of move the energy there, and one of the things that a bunch of the websites said was to do reclined butterfly pose. AKA Supta Konasana. So you're on your back and your knees are out. Yeah. And, and you're it's like kind of like happy baby. Yeah. Well, it's no, your 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 feet are together. Feet are held together. And then your knees are out. But you're laying the same way laying, you would. Laying down. Yeah. Okay, got it. But I actually love this pose bound, which is when you use a strap and you tie it under your feet and then you put it like around your hips. So it mm. like pulls your hips down and pulls your feet out. So it really gets into those hip flexors. And I did it this morning, and I ended up – I was, like, just going to do it for 10 minutes, and then I just was, like, loving it. it. So I ended up doing it for 45 minutes, which Damn, is Gina. so long to be in one yoga <laughs> pose. But I was, like, didn't want to get out. Then once it started to hurt, then I was, like, okay, I should Time move. Time to move. So I, I had a, such a hard time. This is, like, a rosy thorn, thorny rose. Then I had a really hard time actually getting out of the pose because I realized that I couldn't feel my legs anymore. So I had to, like, lift my legs and put them together and then, like, pull them into my body to get the strap off. And then – I put my knees back down on the ground and realized that I fully could not feel my thigh muscles. Like they were like very active, but also numb. And it just it started making me laugh so much, like I, that I couldn't feel my legs. I don't Maybe know why. You opened something up. I think I did because then I spent like ten minutes by myself, hysterically laughing, and it was so. There you go. Just like amazingly therapeutic. Like to laugh with yourself is magical. Similar to my. Breathing cry experience. Exactly. I mean, any release, whether it be crying or laughing, is is powerful. Farting. And farting. I love it. Um, I love it. I love farting. <laughs> I love farting. <laughs> I'm the Oprah On of farts. On the record. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, so that's my rose, just, like, trying something new in a self-practice and giving yourself – I mean, I woke up early, so I had enough time to kind of 
live there for a second. And I just want everyone to try new things in their self-practice always, like always to be always be on the journey of self-discovery and healing, I think is beautiful. True that. You Maybe know? like it'd be cool if there was a podcast about that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'd listen to that. Just a suggestion. Um, then the other thing uh, to that also uh, to the self-care area of life, I have created this little meditation nook in my home. And it's really finding its voice. Really, Love that. Yeah, like I decorated it with the cards from Style Ritual, and I like I hung some Tibetan prayer flags, and I just put some like mantras on the wall and some candles and crystals. And it's like to have an area that I can go to, highly recommended. Because before I was just like I'm gonna meditate sitting up on my bed or like on my couch. It was very like disjointed, but to have a sacred space for yourself, I think is fun. Really, what's yeah? It is yeah. fun. I'm like this is my little area yeah i've created like a little altar again also yeah. have the style rituals as my crystals all the woo-woo things yeah. one can find in one place is and it, it looks really pretty is it by your mirror by the couch behind the couch no it's actually i took a wall mirror and used that as a platter and Cute. i put all of that on it's actually under a window so then i charge my crystals Ooh. if i move the crystals to the sill yeah there's a whole process i love but it it's process. really nice i love it it's like behind my desk i feel like it gives moves good energy into the working so part I feel like of the room. So this is fun listener homework. Yeah. Create a sacred space for yourself in your home that's just for meditating, connecting with yourself. Yes. Do it, guys. Send us pics. Yeah. Oh, my we God. Post that. about it. We'll send you a lighter. I just yeah. made that up, but no, I feel we like it's a great, we would love a great to do thing. That. Yeah. Send us pics. We'll send you a lighter. It'll be really cute. Um, do you have a thorn? Do I have a thorn? Well, I was going to talk about how I'm off coffee. Sad. Like fully. And I know this is, if anyone's been listening to the show for the two plus years we've been doing this, I go very on and off with it. But my adrenals have been really affected as Seth takes a sip of her delicious looking coffee. No, that looks <laughs> fine. I'm fine. Um, I, with my, my adrenals are I, what I believe to be the culprit of my skin irritation that I've been dealing with. So coffee is like a definite no-no. I'm pretty much all caffeine. So I'm like off all types of caffeine at the moment. That's solid. But I'm work. I'm functioning. My brain works. I can Plenty wake of up. Plenty people do it. You it's can all do. Good. You know what you could do? The dusts or yeah, I, the brain dust. Get into some maca. Sex dust. All the things. It's just kind of like a very clean moment for me. Same. And um, it's an interesting experiment. I like it. Yeah. You're off coffee. I'm off weed. Who are we? Who are we? This is crazy. I like. Went to a baby shower on Sunday, and at the end, they were like, Steph, we have weed chocolates for everyone. Steph, have the one. The baby Steph. shower, yeah. L-O-L. I mean, the mother wasn't even there. Everyone else was there. Like, yeah. Her sister was like pouring mimosas and feeding everyone weed chocolate. And they're like, Steph, it's weed. Don't you love weed? And I'm just like, I can't. Like my, I've shaken up my identity in other people's eyes. But I think it's great. I, I think especially with something that's like mind-altering any substance, it's so important to to move away from it for a second, Just recalibrate, a see I mean, how you're doing. I've literally been smoking weed since I was 15. Yeah. Consistently. Like, I need a break. I'm, I'm 21. Proud of you, boo. <laughs> yeah, it's been six years. It's, it's six time years. to take a break. <laughs> um, and then quickly, I just want to take a moment to someone in the health community sadly passed away last week. 
And we just wanted to take a moment to honor Salma Zadora. Mm-hmm. She, we had the honor of getting to hear her speak at Mind Body Green. If you guys listened to that episode, we talked about how powerful her talk was. And um, we just send her love and wanted to just honor her. Take a minute. So, shifting gears. It's just always hard to do that. Yeah, it There's is. not a good way to do there it. There isn't, it's, but... It's honestly just about, like, wishing her spirit good energy and may her message continue, continue. to do its good work. Definitely. Um, and to also, that, we have a giveaway. Oh, wow. We're, just, we're all we're over just, the place. We're just going for it. Okay, yeah. so... We've talked about Amazing Grass. If you guys tuned in, joined us for one of our Instagram lives, Steph and I had enjoyed a little. (laughs) We were like dead. We were flailing. We were having so much trouble just like being people. And we did an Instagram live and I made us these little cocktails. It's um, essentially like a a mocktail. It's a green powder. And um, I did it with lemon juice, water, ice, and the Amazing Grass blend. And 10, 10 minutes into drinking it, we were like, oh, hello, we feel fabulous. It's so good. It's phenomenal for traveling. It's phenomenal. Like any pick-me-up during the day, even in the morning, it's a, it's a green blend, but they also have a great smoothie pack. Anyway, not only do we have 40% off at AmazingGrass.com for all of our listeners, which, the, which with the promo code, that's so retrograde 17, but we are doing a gift set with two full-size tubs of amazing, amazing grass products, a TSR lighter, a TSR tote, and Alchemy with Ambi manifest sprays. So we're giving away wow. two of these prize packs. And don't you want to know how to enter? How do we enter? Follow So Retrograde and Amazing Grass on Instagram. Okay, fine. Done. And then trying something. Mm. Leave us a review on iTunes. We dare you. Send us a screen cap at that's so retrograde at gmail.com mm-hmm. and you will be entered to win. What? It's that easy, guys. That's pretty easy. Yeah. And it's so worth it. So worth I it. I have to say, like, that turnaround from drinking that was probably the fastest non-chemical turnaround I've ever experienced yeah, in my life. It's pretty I've powerful. I've taken a lot of supplements and I've never been like immediately woken up by and something. And I'm not like that. sure all of the compounds in it because I don't have the ingredients in front of me, but I know that it has barley grass and a few other wheatgrass, uh, wheatgrass, spirulina. These are all things that Alyssa Goodman recommends to intake on a daily basis, and it's a compound of all of them, which I love. Obsessed. And we're not sponsored. We're literally just, we love them, mm-hmm. and we're like, we want to do a giveaway for you guys. So That being said, we will... We are open to it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trick so, girl, cheat thirsty. Um... You guys are phenomenal. We hope that your retrograde is going well. And and don't forget to, if you have any additional questions or more inquiries, you can go on Soul Astrology on Ambie's website and you can become a member and she will answer and just do all the things for you. She's phenomenal. We both have worked with her. She's helped us a lot. And uh, she is a big part of the That's a Retrograde crew. Mm -hmm. And she... She really does the good work and really helps people. And yeah. We love that. Get involved, you guys. Don't be scared. So happy Cosmic New Year. Mm-hmm. We're going to get out of here. Yeah. Until then. Let's party. Namaste listening. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.